Hi guys, it's Alex. I'm back. Okay, so my last, my first episode, my first and last published episode was from the beginning of October, which is crazy. So, and after I had published that, so my first episode was called From Philly to Nashville with the Love of Jesus. And I told you guys my story of kind of being reintroduced to Jesus and how I felt God uh, plucking me up from Philly and putting me in the middle of Tennessee. Very unexpected, very out of the blue, um, but it was so strong. And that was really my first experience radically obeying God, even though I was kind of scared. And But everything just lined up. I knew it was God. I knew it was God. Um, and I had had thank goodness I've had some really incredible guidance um along the way so I I had the support um from a couple people not everybody some people thought I was nuts (laughs) some people didn't know what I was up to I didn't even really know what I was up to (laughs) but anyway um so after I had published that I, um, I was on a roll. I was having so much fun with this podcast and I was publishing episodes like every couple days, um, for a couple weeks and, and it just never felt like I could not shake the feeling that I was doing it like almost like it felt like I was doing it out of order. Like I needed to get more organized. I needed to do it more in order. And I still don't know if that was me being like a perfectionist or or if that was guidance from the Lord saying, um, this isn't it. Like this isn't this isn't the order I need you to go. So I don't know. But um but I did end up deleting them. Something just fell off and yeah, but I mean I have a never ending amount of things that I want to talk about. But so the irony is I was like I deleted them because, or I unpublished them. I still have them because I would listen back to them. I'd be like, this is so good. Like, I really liked it. I really liked it. But um, I wanted to be more organized. I thought that it should be, you know, in order. And the irony is now I feel um, ready to talk about something that is not in order. Okay. So initially, when I first started this podcast, I felt like I was talking to the almost like I was talking to the non-believers or the people who who I felt like were like me um and I believe that I am still talking to those people people who might believe in God but um aren't necessarily a follower okay so maybe you believe in God but you believe in Jesus maybe you believe in Jesus but you follow him do you tap in? Do you dig? Are you in the Bible? Do you read the Bible? Have you ever even opened a Bible? Because I was someone who would consider myself a believer, but I wasn't a follower. I didn't even really know. Like I, I believed in God, but was I, was I learning about Jesus? Was I following him? Was I, you know, constantly like, um, was I open to correction? Was I, seeking him seeking guidance seeking relationship um 
there's so many things that go into it. it you, it's really so much more than just checking the box, like believer or non-believer, you know? Um, so I, uh, <laughs> sorry, I had to pause it for a second and handle something, but I'm back. So the, the funny thing is I thought that I needed to go in order, but I, <laughs> I was just digging in some things and I have it on my heart so strongly. I'm sitting in my car right now. I just left my apartment and I'm just sitting in the parking lot and it feels pretty urgent to talk about this. Now, it's not in order. I kind of want to start from the end. So when I first started this podcast, I thought that I was going to actually had a whole outline. I was going to talk about like... um, you know, when you when you feel pulled to walk with God and you're you're curious and you, you wanna dig and I, I had this outline that started with, you know, like understanding the Father, understanding Jesus, understanding the Holy Spirit and and all the things that come with it and it's so beautiful. Um all of it, tapping into all of those things and, and going down that path. And I do want to encourage everybody to, to do that so personal and it's also so communal um I spent a lot of time so I talked about this on my first podcast I think um but if I didn't let me recap a little bit so I um left Philly in Philly I had um had a lot of friends I had um pretty big family I spent a lot of my time with people I was always bopping around, spending a lot of time with people. I would, I was that girl who would just show up on a random Tuesday, <laughs> and I loved it, and I still love it. But I knew that God was was taking me somewhere, and I had to follow it. So I went down to Tennessee by myself, um, first time ever really like going somewhere alone. You know, um, I didn't go off to college. I I never was too far away. Um, I never had to do anything by myself. And, uh, yeah, so I knew I had to go and it was a pretty, um, intense time. I was revealed a lot of things. I spent a lot of time with the Lord. I spent a lot of time learning, um, like pretty much an entire year just learning. I, I worked, um, so I, I work with if you've ever heard of Monate, it's a, a beauty company. I worked with that, with them. Um, I spent a couple years building up my business. And then this past year, I kind of took my foot off the gas a little bit. And just, um, I was not building my business. I kind of was just living off of the money that I had already built. So that's a huge perk of money. And I'm so grateful that God had me do that. Had me build up an income. Um, so I, I, it was so divinely orchestrated. Um, so, so all that to say, I I wasn't like getting up and going to work every day. Like, like most people, I, I spent so much time intensely learning. Um, some days were not easy. Um, I feel like it was just this crazy process of like, (laughs) 
it was a lot real fast so I knew he was doing something with me I knew he needed me to talk about what I learned <laughs> so here we are um, and it was uh, I was alone most of the time I feel uncomfortable saying I was lonely I really do feel uncomfortable with that but there were times where it felt lonely um and there were times that it didn't feel lonely but I was technically alone um in the physical realm in the natural but spiritually I knew that I had God with me the whole time and looking back it's like it's so funny and so cool so anyway I I had this whole year intensely learning right and um And I uncovered so many things and I unraveled so many things and I, and I had the time to do so. Like God just sustained me and, uh, and I say that because it's not like I was, I was this, you know, I have no kids. I had no, no boyfriend, no, I'm in a new city. I have no friends around nothing distracting me and no parents distracting me nothing and um so that was a first for me and so it's not like I was learning about Jesus in in the cracks this was like a full-time job pretty much you know and I was just you know obsessed with the bible and um obsessed with watching like listening to people's testimonies and hearing preachers and teachers and apostles and prophets and I learned so much, right? So I uh, I say all that because I had this, I thought I had this grand plan <laughs> of what order to go to encourage someone to, to you know, walk in into a relationship with God and close to him and, and what can come of it. Because when you have a relationship with God and you're able to hear the Holy Spirit, it can change everything. You could be, if you do not have a relationship with God, a relationship with with Jesus a relationship with the Holy Spirit you could be going through your entire life missing things missing huge things vital things to to keep you aligned with with where you with where God wants you to go with with his plans for you and people people say this as like this cute little thing like um to make themselves feel better like God's plan um like I don't know probably butchering this (laughs) like in everything's in god's timing everything's in god's timing but the truth is you can be living a life blind and not even allowing anything to happen in god's timing like yes waiting for god and waiting on god's timing is is a real phenomenon but it's not meant to just be this cute little phrase to help you um be lazy for lack of a better way to say it um to be lazy to be living like ignorantly um to not even really be be in in communion with him um that phrase is not like a uh free pass to just do whatever and let your life be a free-for-all and then you know at the end of the day god's going to pick up all the pieces you really have to work with him and in order to do that you need to have a relationship with him so i I uncovered a lot there and I 100% encourage relationship with, with God. So, um, 
yeah, I thought that I, like I said, I had this outline that I was going to start with knowing the father and your identity and, and who is this creator. Um, and I, I actually had a, someone, a friend say to me one time, like, no one can ever, and this was like back before my, my journey, right? This was like kind of at the beginning of it. And they said to me, like, no one can ever really know God. Like he's God, like no one knows God. And at the time I was just like, I just kind of was just like, huh, like that's an interesting thought, but I always carried it with me. And now I'm like, Oh, how many people think that? Like, and that is not true, guys. You can know God on such a personal level. And that is what, I mean, it's, that's what the Bible is. So many people think that the Bible is just this like outdated, like crazy religious option for like, I don't know, old traditional people. Like, no, it is a, it is filled with so many things and one of the things is a way to get to know god on a personal level it has his words what he said what he said before jesus was born like what god said through his prophets because you know god gave earth to people right so when god wants to say something when god wants to get something done he uses his people so um that's i mean for example like think of moses like god used moses he spoke to moses and then used moses to to get through to the people but he always uses a person so um (laughs) so the bible is full of his words and then when jesus comes oh so this is how you know god's speaking so he's speaking through prophets like when you when you read the bible um and you read these prophets testimonies these these accounts of what these prophets are saying like what god said to them and then they relayed and wrote down um that the bible is full of prophecies of jesus coming right (laughs) this was pretty crazy for me when i was like first getting into the bible it still blows my mind if i'm honest um and so i like i'm pretty sure isaiah i just heard someone say this the other day like isaiah had been you know prophesying about about a savior coming a messiah coming and he was going to be you know born as a little tiny baby and that was like 700 years before um before jesus was born 700 years that's crazy and then it happened right so bible chock full of things that god said and then when jesus was born when he started his ministry at 30 then it's chock full of things that jesus said as god like sharing who god is who what what his nature is who who he is who is he how how does he speak what are his thoughts what is he like what is he not like and and God is not an anything goes type of God. Like today in the world, there's like this hyper grace movement where they're trying to say that God is so interesting to see the world from this point of view. Like once you, once the veil has been lifted, they're trying to make God out to be this like, uh, and God is so, he's so loving and so kind and so merciful. And all those things are so true about him, about his character. And... But he, 
he also is a is a god of war and he doesn't mess around he does not mess around and he made the rules like that's a big deal so there's this hyper grace movement that's trying to portray god as like anything goes and like you can like sin as much as you want and do whatever you want and um it doesn't even matter free for all like nobody like totally stripping the truth like i actually saw this it's like a preview for this movie i'm pretty sure the movie's called the voice and it's about the holy spirit it's a really 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 cool preview and it's this woman saying um like for 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 years and years and years decades centuries um the church kind of uh was so heavy on the truth like the church was just so so focused on the truth right and it rubbed people the wrong way it was like harsh it was hard to hear um and so the world started rejecting it and the world responded with 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 love so oh this is what she said she was like the church was so maybe i'm paraphrasing a little bit but like kind of like the church was so focused on sharing the truth without love so the world responded with love without truth and i think that is so fascinating because that's what we're seeing that's what we're seeing today and um and you need both right so i actually think about this a lot because i know that god puts it on my heart often to share truth and people wig out they're like so uncomfortable with it because the world today is so obsessed with love and love i mean god god (laughs) invented it (laughs) so it's not like i am not familiar um love is an important part of of my life of my studies of you know my understanding but I can't unsee the truth and I have craved the truth more than ever now that like what we see going on in the world with like politics and like just very there's so much exposed evil and I would love to do a podcast on that like just like some very crucial headlines that kind of make you raise your eyebrows even not the smartest people not the most spiritual people are going to raise their eyebrows because we are born like God made us he he and he made us <laughs> with like some type of moral compass like we we know some things i mean we were all born sinners thanks to um adam thanks a lot buddy but but we are still made in god's image and we know like right from wrong and uh i kind of got sidetracked a little bit but the whole oh so yeah like while i would love to just talk about love all the time and um and ignore the truth part i honestly i wouldn't love to do that i wouldn't love it and i know that god put it on my heart for a reason to share truth with love because they both work together like truth is love you if you love someone are you got are you just gonna lie to them to make them feel better all the time no truth is vital it is so important so with all that being said i feel like um i feel like god wants me to talk about the truth of heaven and hell which is so funny to me because like i said i thought i was going to start out with like at the other end (laughs) 
<laughs> like heaven and hell is like um <laughs> almost like the the finish line, right? In a in a sense. But so I thought I was going to start with the beginning. Like the beginning of to be honest, I was toying around with the the idea of starting literally starting with Genesis and going through the Bible and maybe maybe I will you know or maybe I'll bop around I'm gonna do whatever God tells me to do with this podcast and I am still learning how to hear God's voice and how to obey him radically um I'm still learning and y'all are gonna be here on the journey with me so I thought I was going to be starting at the beginning of the timeline whether that be Genesis or whether that be you know how to kind of start a relationship with God which I believe starts with understanding who he is understanding his nature understanding his character and I will talk about that but I believe if you but I'm going to bring up this topic the topic of heaven and hell and when you understand heaven and hell um so many more things kind of start clicking they start clicking and you understand like whoa like that is what when you understand hell and the the reality of it you naturally and if you believe it because people aren't going to believe it but that does not make it go away just because you deny that hell exists does not make it go away just because you deny that god exists does not make him go away it doesn't and he loves you so much that he will forgive you for whatever nonsense you spoke about him because i have been around some people my dms dude when i say anything about god <laughs> my dms are like they they i mean i'm sorry not to even get surprised but people always have something to say because everyone wants to be like we need to and people are even like condescending in the way that they say like um i'm just like so grateful that we get to live in a world where everyone gets to have an opinion because people think whenever i talk about my beliefs i am I'm like shaming other beliefs. Like I, I'm not even getting that. Like I don't care. I don't care about any other beliefs. I care about these because I know them to be true. And you have the choice to believe it too. And not because I say it, <laughs> but because the Bible says it. Like, and if you don't believe in the Bible, then God help you. I, I don't know. I don't know what else to say, but, but I need to speak what I know he's telling me to speak about and he says my people shall perish from a lack of knowledge so as someone who knows it is my responsibility to share it now whether you receive it or not is on you and there have been churches around for thousands of years and um and tons of people have had the opportunity to go and learn a thing or two and don't and I say that knowing full well that some churches are just like not um and I'm learning about this more and more even as someone who hasn't gone to church in you know before before this like I've I've been going to church since since I've come to know Jesus again but before before the last year hadn't been to church in forever um so i get it like i get having no interest in it i've been there and i also get having been to it because oh this is what i was gonna say 
I've been learning about other churches. So just here and there, like talking to people, meeting people at church, meeting people um, I'm in so many different ways. And I'm always so curious about their, their walk with, with God and how they grew up and what churches they've been to and, and just how they grew up. I just love it. I love it. I love learning about it because I've said this a million times, but I grew up Catholic, but it was just so loose. Like I wasn't really following Jesus. And, um, but I do believe that some seeds were planted and I'm so grateful for that. And I actually, um, I feel kind of bad for, for looking at my Catholic upbringing as almost like a waste because I, this is just super recent guys, within the past couple of days, I've realized I might not have been walking with the Lord. Like I may have backslid a ton, but I knew him when I was little. I did. And I knew the songs and I'm so grateful for my mom. (sighs) Emotional, but the past couple days, especially around Christmas, I know that she did share Jesus with me. She did. And it's not her fault. It's not the Catholic Church's fault that I lost my way in my teenage years, in my, you know, the beginning half of my 20s. It's no one else's fault but my own. And uh, just, you know, my choices to, like, follow along with the world instead of, um, instead of searching for God. And the truth is, y'all, he will try to reach you. And he gave us a free will because he loves us. He gave us a free will and he will send people, he will send things in your path trying to reach you. And if you keep saying, I'm not interested, I'm not interested, I'm not interested, that's on you. And that's a big deal. That's a big deal. Um, but yeah, so, <laughs> and I say that because he does not. So when I, once I start talking about heaven and hell, he does not want any of his kids to go to hell. He does not want that. He does not. And he tries and he works through people. He's working through me right now. If you're listening to this and you are one of those people, like, I don't care. I don't care. I'm not interested. Um, sounds stupid. Like, yeah, sounds great for you, but like, not my thing. Like, I believe in this. I believe in this. I believe in this. Like, I don't believe that. I think it's old. I think it's outdated. I think, I think it's stupid. Whatever. Just know you could be ignoring because God works through people and, um, you could be ignoring an invitation from him so just know that but so interestingly enough okay and i say this i say all of this i think this is why god wanted me to do a podcast because i say this not as you know this seasoned bible scholar i say this as a 27 year old girl who got her hands on a bible and youtube (laughs) like i've learned so much from my bible and YouTube, looking up preachers, teachers, prophets, apostles who know what they're talking about. How do you know that they know what they're talking about? Because it's in the Bible. Um, and and I love um, because there are some there. I mean, on the internet, there's so many different people, and there are people talking out their behind for sure. 
And you, as you grow with God, you grow in discernment and you learn to know who's talking nonsense and who actually knows what they're talking about. It's, it's crucial to have discernment. And, um, yeah, so I, uh, oh, there's, okay, so I've been interested in heaven for quite some time. Um, and there are really cute, like, family movies that are pretty well, well known, like, one called Miracles from Heaven, and another one called, I think it's called Letters to God. I need to, um, have notes on these, but, um, anyway, there's, I say this because there's multiple accounts of people who have gone to heaven and, and Jesus himself will say, sometimes they give you an option. So people will die and they will come out of their body, like, because we are, um, not our bodies. We are a spirit. And when we die, our spirit still lives, right? So people will die. Their spirit will like be out of their body and they will see their body like on like the operating table or in in the hospital bed or wherever they died and they will be like floating above it. Now, um, tons of people have said that, like personal testimonies of that happening to them and some people get sent to heaven. They'll see like the bright lights and sometimes uh, Jesus will meet them and say, you can stay if you want or you can go back and be with you know your kids your family whatever you want and some people will say i'm gonna stay and some people say i'm gonna go back and i think that's so beautiful um some people from my understanding don't necessarily get an option but they go to heaven for a little bit and then they get told they need to go back but what they experience in heaven is bright 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 lights bright lights that they're like um i think is from what I've under what I understand is um, like hard to even look at, and but it's like the most beautiful holy light that they understand to be um, like Jesus or God Himself, and um, and they'll they'll just hear like a voice that they recognize, and um, and also I've heard like be- they'll see beautiful 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 colors like colors that you've never. <laughs> like brighter than you've ever seen before and just um like beautiful music playing and um and like a peace like this just this massive peace that surpasses all understanding and you're just so happy and nothing there's no hurt anymore and um it's just this beautiful peace and there's this woman her name is Kat Kerr, and she claims to go to heaven, that God sends her to heaven often, like on more than one occasion. And she, look her up if you care. Um, she gives like crazy accounts of, of what she claims to see in heaven and um, the people she sees there and that there are like beautiful mansions and the streets are paved with gold and um and it's just this this kingdom this beautiful massive kingdom like so everything you hear about heaven is just absolutely wonderful and then 
but I had not heard much about hell. So I've been very interested in heaven. Um, and it sounds amazing. And it gets the beauty of heaven gets so emphasized when you even catch a glimpse of what hell could be like. So my first thing I, um, I heard about hell was this guy, his name is like Kirk or Kurt. I don't have notes prepared for this. This was seriously on a whim. I'm sitting in my car right now. Um, I cannot remember his name, but I want to say it's like Kirk, but he has like this like YouTube ministries. I think he's British. He has like a, an accent, a very strong accent and his voice is so interesting and he makes these videos he makes these videos he's just standing in front of the camera and he's like kind of goofy but i really like his voice so he tells this story about something happened um there was like a football game so like a soccer game in america we say soccer there was like this soccer game and this is all to my memory my memory I didn't write any of this down. This is just from what I remember. So if I butcher this, I'm just I'm just paraphrasing here. Okay. So if my memory serves me correctly, there was this soccer game and um it got like flooded with people for some reason. Like flooded with people and um and I guess it was kind of like bleacher style where Oh, I'm actually getting really uncomfortable even picturing this. Um, it got too packed and everyone was crushing each other. Crushing each other, each other to death. Like, you couldn't, you couldn't breathe. Everyone was just, like, smushed. It was too flooded with people. And this guy, there was a guy there who tested, testified about this. He... was dying was losing the ability to breathe crushed under all these people and he could feel his feet getting hot he could feel his feet getting hot and he knew he was going to hell and he was getting scared and he called out um i don't know exactly what he said but it was along the lines of like Jesus like help me Lord help me God help me and he just called it out and then he was saved which I think is wild and then he was okay and he could breathe and he he ended up living to tell the tale so that's one account right another one oh okay so this is what I had just I was just watching on YouTube moments ago before I scurried on down here to record this podcast. His name is, I actually sent it to my family. They probably think I'm crazy, but I don't care, guys. This is real. Okay. On YouTube, the channel is called The Way World Outreach. And the title of the video is called 23 Minutes in Hell with guest speaker Bill Weiss. Okay. And there's so many videos of people, like testimonies of people going to heaven, going to hell, that I would advise you to listen to because it ain't no joke. 
Like, it's not a joke. It's not a joke. It's not up for debate. It's not none of that. It's real. And by denying it and by not believing it, you're running a huge risk, a massive risk. There's actually this movie called um, A Case for Christ or The Case for Christ. I'm not sure if it's a or the, but Case for Christ. Okay. And it's about this atheist who's just super skeptical. Like he, he was a, he's an atheist teacher. Like he literally like taught on like the Bible is nonsense, something along those lines. And, um, to my understanding again, don't quote me. And, um, and his wife began going to church, began believing in Jesus, began reading the Bible. And he was like super upset. He was like really annoyed and getting mad at her like how can this be like i'm an atheist like i'm openly an atheist like this is a problem and um she didn't his wife didn't care and he was trying to um so we ended up like going like all around the world trying to build a case against like saying that like trying to prove that Jesus was not real. So he goes around the world and he meets a ton, a ton, a ton of people, all different types of people, believers, non-believers, scientists, um, like pastors, priests, whatever. Anyone he could talk to to try to piece this thing together. And he ended up building a case. <laughs> His case ended up, after all was said and done, he ended up believing in Jesus himself. And he was warned when he was on this journey that many people who embark on this journey end up believers, which I think is so, you, it is spiritual or not. Like, like I said, many people go down that road trying to disprove it, whatever. And they end up believers because, because they can't disprove it because it actually happened. So at the end of the movie, he was talking to his atheist friend and this this has stuck with me because he was like saying like I guess he was explaining to his friend like I can't believe all this evidence like whatever whatever and um I forget I forget the the topic of conversation but I do remember that the friend responded saying basically like what whether you believe or not either way you're taking a risk and I loved that I would rather live my life believing in Jesus believing in heaven (laughs) and because when you're a Christian and you're following Christ what 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 do you get out of it (laughs) you get peace and joy and you stay away from from things like (laughs) you just stay away from bad things you you don't you can't you know you don't steal you don't cheat you don't lie you don't sleep with your friend's husband you don't you you go to church and you and you you know um you forgive people and you laugh more and (laughs) so that's what it looks like to follow jesus right and you are corrected if you do something wrong you you are you are corrected 
and you are forgiven and then you're washed clean and then you get to keep going instead of living in this this awful place of shame guilt anxiety depression you are you are cleansed of that that's amazing right so even if there's no jesus no heaven we are all confused (laughs) that's the life you get to live and i think that's that's pretty cool (laughs) if there were no jesus but there is right so but if you risk if you risk it on the other side saying um yeah i really don't think that stuff's true i'm just going to keep living on how i'm living i don't need god i don't need to receive jesus i don't care salvation is stupid doesn't exist i don't care and you live ignorantly you are also running a huge risk i would so much rather (laughs) the first one (laughs) and live a beautiful life than live the second one as you know an ignorant free-for-all and then at the end of all of it have to face god have to face him because on judgment day we all have to face him okay and everything else in the bible has come to pass already up to i guess all that's left is the book of revelation but there are very few events left in the bible left to complete everything else in the bible has happened that's a big deal that's not something you want to ignore so let's say you live your life ignoring the bible it's a free-for-all and then on judgment day you have to face god the creator of the universe the creator of heaven and hell you have to face him and answer to everything you said every comment every remark every everything um that's a heck of a risk uh, and not even not even the the fear of facing him that's huge but um getting tossed into hell eternal damnation that's a big risk right so So back to this video, the 23 minutes in hell, this guy who, who lived his life as a Christian, but he, God showed him hell. Okay. He said he was just like walking through his living room and he was just like zapped out of his body and into hell. And he didn't, so when he was in hell, he didn't, he didn't know he was a Christian because if he knew then he could just call it to God and God would come get him. So God blocked him from knowing that. So he's in hell and he was just like tossed in this prison and he rooted all of this in so this was his experience and then after his experience he was able to um connect all of his experiences with actual scripture to to kind of like cite it to cite the experience to know that everything was was biblically sound and um and all true so he was like tossed into prison this dirty dark prison cell and it was hot he said it was hot like he couldn't understand how anyone could be alive in there and he said that he saw this demon that was like super tall i forget how tall like i'm talking like 10 or more feet tall and he had like claws that were a foot long and he was just this nasty demon and he said all the demons were like either really tiny or really big and they had all like they were deformed and had like um had like uh different 
sized limbs and just like nasty creatures and he saw them and this beast of a demon picked him up and slammed him against the wall like where his bones should have been broken and I forget what he said about that like he he knew I don't know what he said like he he knew his bones should have been broken or felt I don't know, but he was feeling the pain and he had this understanding that like the pain was real. It's not like, um, it's like almost pain. Like it was like real pain. And he said that, um, he saw like, he saw people, there were people there like burning. Sorry, I just locked my car because there's like, (laughs) I keep saying people and there's people walking around me. Um, (laughs) that's what that noise was so he said that he saw people burning alive and he would see like just like it's like their their flesh was burning off and they it was almost like he was looking at skeletons and um but everyone's in isolation it's not like you can chit chat with these people that are in hell and it's like eternal he said the fear was like it didn't it didn't stop it was like the the fear was constant it was constant torment and there was i believe he said there was screaming uh, which i have heard before that it's just like screaming and in the bible it says over and over and over there will be weeping and gnashing of teeth like this is what jesus said Jesus' own words jesus who was fully god fully human came down to earth and told everyone about heaven and hell like why do we ignore this this is a big deal. This is a big deal. So over and over he says there will be weeping and gnashing of teeth. Weeping and gnashing of teeth. They, all throughout the Bible they reference hell in these little snippets of how it's just like eternal damnation, darkness, like pitch black because God is light. There is no God in in hell. And there is actual absence of light it's black and um and there's like a pit like a pit he was explaining like a fire and um and people burning and what else did he say um i feel like i was gonna say something else it's hot scary oh the the fear he said the fear was just so big and he told this story about how he was surfing and in florida when he was younger and um and he was like surfing next to someone wow this story is actually pretty wild he literally said it like so briefly like it wasn't a big deal but this is pretty crazy he was surfing and someone he was with or near got like bit like his leg got bit off or something and there was blood everywhere and there were sharks everywhere and he said a shark came up and bit his board in half so now he is um i guess like exposed bit his board in half and then a shark grabbed his leg and pulled him down under so imagine the fear of that so he and it was a tiger shark he said and tiger sharks apparently eat anything and everything so um, you can imagine the fear 
of this whole thing and I don't know how he got out of there but I know it was by the grace of God because he he got out and he said that he had no wound from the shark biting his leg and pulling him down he had no wound so he knew it was God and he said I went and got saved immediately he knew he knew like that I mean that was a life threatening experience and very very near-death experience um so he'd been a christian since then he accepted jesus as his lord and savior so pretty wild and he said that that fear of getting pulled down by a shark and his friend getting like bitten in half um was nothing compared to the fear in hell so he got to experience firsthand all of the pain and torment of hell and this needs to be talked about like what this needs to be talked about because it puts everything else in perspective there's actually another short video clip in in that same video if you go and watch it and again let me repeat it for you guys it's called 23 minutes in hell with guest speaker bill weiss okay and there's a comment saying oh it says i'm gonna cry no crying on the podcast okay it says i'm 11 and now after i watch this i'm going to pray every day and i'm going to help my friends be saved by god okay i'm fine um so anyway you gotta watch the video because they show this clip of this girl who's like 17 and she um she i think she gets shot she gets shot like abruptly like i mean who gets there's no one plans to get shot but um she got shot and she uh had her own experience of how and it showed you i guess that she like explained to somebody and they were able to like kind of like remake it like it literally looked like a hollywood film which really alarms me that hollywood and like horror movies is so disgustingly accurate when it comes to what hell is like and we watch it as entertainment like that is sick it's sick but you but you know when you live in the world you think this stuff is normal but um which i have been repulsed by horror movies for the past like year because because of this without even knowing really what hell was like but just having like a natural like um disgust for anything that dark or evil because once you realize the spirit realm is real and the devil is real and he hates us he hates us he hates people he hates god we are made in the image of god he hates us and he wants us to suffer he wants us dead so when you think about that and you think about all the things that you survived you know that there's a god you know it you know it and you know that you've been protected this whole time so Anyway, learning about the realities of heaven and hell will really put things in perspective and um, and show you the goodness of God. So next time, so this is like, the more and more you grow in, in knowledge and wisdom and all these things, I don't care. I don't care what people say when they think that God, like the Bible is just full of rules. It's full of judgment. Christians are judgmental, yada, yada. I do not care. That is not what this is about. You guys are distracted. If you think that, if your friend thinks that, like that's, that's, that's just sad because 
there's way more important things to be concerned with here. Um, and (sighs) calm down, Alex. Okay. So (laughs) yeah, when you have an understanding that these things are real, then you have an understanding of the goodness of God and what he's been trying to do, what he's trying to do, trying to keep us from that, trying to explain to us. He sent, he sent his only son that he loved. (laughs) Oh, to save us from going to hell and i know if you are like a new believer that's kind of hard to comprehend which is why it's important to read the bible to understand it stop so many people are like i don't get it and then just like give up like i didn't get it at first either that's why i dug into it that's why i wanted to know more that's why i wanted to learn more this is like the most important thing you can ever learn about in your entire life stop scrolling on tiktok stop wasting your brain power on stupid fleeting stuff this is a big deal (laughs) it's everything and once you have an understanding of this you don't want your friends and family to go to hell and that it sounds so churchy that's why i feel like god needed me to do it because needed me to be a voice here because i'm not churchy i've definitely gotten more and more spiritual over the past year because i love god so much and i understand so much now but looking at me i don't look churchy i wasn't grown up with knee length skirts like i didn't grow up with ankle length skirts i wasn't raised in a perfectly christian household where everyone was like quiet and calm and like we did charity like no i was raised i had i was a mess (laughs) i mean everything i was normal so um i was normal and if a girl like me can realize all these things and and care about this stuff and put things together so can you and and it's just important to know okay that's all i got for today maybe next time I will talk about, I don't know what I'll talk about. I'll probably talk about Jesus and his healing ministry. Jesus is my favorite topic. He's so amazing. Okay. Thank you for listening, guys. I know this was kind of long. So look up that video, 23 Minutes in Hell, with guest speaker Bill Weiss. Um, Go learn about heaven and hell yourself, okay? And... DM me if you want to talk about it. Do you want to be like, have our minds blown together? Okay. Love you guys. Bye.